When we very clearly do not. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back to KWTO. We've got an hour in the can and an hour to go. In about 25 minutes from now, the Springfield School Board kicks off their Tuesday night meeting. But joining us now in studio, Steve McCoskey. Steve. Mr. News Media Person of the Week, welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you very much, Elijah. All right, first question before we start with anything. We do this every day. Question of the day. It's unrelated to anything else that everybody has to answer the question. Question of the day, what is your single favorite dessert? Carrot cake. Really? Yes. Love that. I'd eat that 24-7. Interesting. Do you... (laughs) Frost the carrot cake? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. I rarely disagree with someone's answer to the question of the day. Oh, you always disagree. Hard disagree on carrot cake. It's not fine. I think carrot cake. It's fine. So I agree. It's very much in the middle of desserts. It's not one I dislike, like pecan pie, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to be in my top three. Probably not my top 30. It's a it's the Mitt Romney Republican of desserts. For oh, me. it's oh, the first fine. time Steve McConnell ever been called a Mitt Romney Republican. <laughs> that hurt, man. <laughs> I'm gonna go out limping. <laughs> it's like the I remember one time when I interviewed Shane Scholler and he's like, "Well, you know, Elijah is a member of the media," and I was like, "Dang, I am now a member of the media. What happened here?" All right, Steve. Oh listen. man. People know your name. You've sort of been in the news lately. You cover my show from time to time. But you covered my show last week. Newsleader runs a whole article about you and the school board. And one of the interesting things, one of the things that caught my eye in the article was your conversation about doxing. For those of our listeners who don't know, that's what people read about, hear about, decide about somebody they don't like, and they go find their personal information it might be their phone number might be their personal address whatever it might be and they post that for other people to hear or read so that people may show up at your front door or you start getting crank call you've had this happen to you absolutely and it's interesting because that's the doxing i haven't had anybody at my front door yet i mean that counts as doxing i mean and and the i think what's interesting there's been this discussion amongst the body politic of, uh, you know, should campaign funding be all be disclosed? You know, Clean Missouri a few years ago, they said, hey, we're going to put limits. Well, then everybody got PACs and C4s. Mm-hmm. It's all sort of OPEC. But conservatives often say, listen, if we give money or financially support or even verbally support a cause we believe in, the liberals will resort to very horrific means and we've seen this across the country to silence us that's why they call us the silence silent majority tell us about your experience with this well you know it really i think it started when i first came on the board of education and when uh, there was a resolution that uh, that uh, certain segments of the community wanted to have the board of education accept gay queer students within the springfield public schools and the bottom line is that, you know, I don't have the opportunity to be selective of who I want to protect or who I want to be able to get behind or support. 
I have all the students that I need to get behind. So with that said, what the school board got under attack for about 11 or 12 months in a row by certain groups and stuff. And what that has prompted is other people to take up the charge and take up the helm. And what they've done at this point is they've doxed me. I've had, I've been threatened. Uh, I've actually had filed with the Green County Sheriff's Department in order to report this in the event that if something was to uh, come to fruition and I would be attacked or a member of my family, that I at least have some uh, some documentation and that we can pursue it. But the bottom line here is this. Uh, Elijah, it's, it's all about the children. And all of a sudden you have a, a group of people that believe that they want to lead these children down this certain path of sexual immorality as far as I'm concerned when you want to try to help the children understand what their sex are. Well, to me, that's a manipulation of our children. We should not be going down this path. And most important, being on the Board of Education, it's all about educating our children. And I'm talking about ABCs and 123s, not about sex, not about do you feel like you're a boy when you're really a girl, you know, those type of things. We should not be engaged in the district in that type of activity. And as we take this SOGI, this sexual orientation and gender identity, up with under the, the guise of sex with this USDA policy that will be taking place tonight on the Board of Education, I think it's a, a place that the Springfield Public Schools should not be going down. We need to protect our children. The segment that I did on your show uh, for an hour with uh, Senator Mike Moon is about saving our children. We do not need to go down this path. And for my effort in order to help wake up the community to understand what is happening in and around Springfield with people, adults, that is, trying to move our children in a certain direction of this sexual immorality, what's happening is I'm under attack. So let's let's talk about that. I remember, I think it was 2019, um, I was, it was a February day and I was at a uh, restaurant in Springfield picking up food to go. And I got a text message on my phone. This was back when I was Speaker of the House. I got a text message on my phone from a number I did not recognize that said, you're a dead man. And I remember calling the oh highway my. patrol and being like, hey, I don't know where this came from. And I, I'm standing there waiting for my food to go and looking around at the people and be like, is one of these people texting me? Is it mm-hmm. somebody in the parking lot? That is a terrifying situation. And listen, like it happens to both sides. It happens to and this is this is normal. You get into public life and you develop enemies. It's one thing for keyboard warriors to comment on your Facebook or your ex account or Instagram like the kids do, the gram, whatever you call it, Garrett. Instagram. Do they comment on Instagram? I don't yes. know. I'm not on it. Oh, so they will know. everywhere. Oh, yes. okay. It's, well, it's I usually know. I don't know what they do on the gram. It's usually just other high school girls hyping up their their friend who's a high school girl. Oh, I thought it was be high school girls hyping up you. I I wasn't. Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> all I know is I remember I got I like I I could I could visualize it. I'm sitting there waiting for the food to go, and my phone rings, and I look at it. It says you're a dead man, and I just like snap call the highway patrols like don't know where it is i mean they were amazing within 24 hours they pinpoint the source it was somebody like alabama who didn't like something i'd done and sent me a a, track down my number Mm -hmm. but again 
that personal invasion of your space feels, I mean, I deadbolted my door that night. I'm looking out the windows, looking for cars cruising by that. That is a terrifying situation. It is. And, you know, we kind of, uh, my wife and I, uh, Noriko, when we had been doxxed and had been threatened, where what we did basically is just we were a little bit more cautious of our surroundings and that and, and watching what's happening. Well, being a public figure, I understand that there's sometimes that we're just not all going to agree on things, you know. Yeah. But more importantly is the future of America is our children. And I think to address this in a fashion where we're going to have our children, which aren't qualified to make this decision, whether they're necessarily a male or a female or want to make the transition, they are not qualified to do this. And for adults to go ahead and to push this type of an agenda, I think it's reckless. It's careless. And this is where I think that these people are pushing America down this path of immorality. It is against what God teaches us to be. It's also a distraction from the Board of Education. The principal word in that is education. Amen. We talked about this for a while. Test scores in Springfield have not been in a great pay- place. They've, they've been declining for, for quite a few years. And it feels like a distraction from the focus, which is, okay, want to educate these kids. We want to send them to, uh, it, whether it's to direct them into the job, job core or send them, right, or to send them to trade school or to send them to college. Military or whatever. The goal is to equip them in the best way possible to enjoy the benefits of that economic area that we force or, or, or prep them for. And instead what we have is, well, let's focus on some sort of society, you know, the SEL, whatever it is, buzzword that comes out, the hot thing. But we've taken our eye off the ball of how can we improve, Thank can we improve you. the test scores? How can we re- equip them for college and trade school? And, and, and we've got lost in this morass of other stuff. It, you know, and, and here's the thing. One reason for bringing that hour segment on your show, uh, last week was because the community oftentimes are left behind. In other words, they're really not getting educated. They really don't know what's happening. And I wanted to at least point out to your listeners that what is happening in Springfield, not just the school district, but our community as a whole, and we need to get actively involved. You can't just go out and decide on an election one day that you're going to go out and vote for a certain person or whatever the case may be, and that's the only election you participate in for the next uh, three cycles of elections. You have to stay in tune with what's happening within your community. And I just wanted to make sure that the message was out there that we have adults that are trying to circumvent our children. And what we need to be focused on is educating them, giving them the necessary skill set that they can be productive members of society. And that's what I want to achieve for all of our children, regardless of who that child might believe themselves to be. So, You've got a school board meeting coming up in a few meetings. Uh, there's a rumor going around they're going to bring back the Soji conversation. So that's going to be discussed and debated and voted on tonight. It's on the agenda. Woo! That's correct. Uh, listen, I got to be honest. A uh, few, few weeks ago, we had this conversation. The attorney general issued a letter that said the USDA can't compel or force local school boards to make these decisions. The fact that it's coming back up, doesn't give me a lot of optimism, um, but I am reminded there's a school board election next year. 
And so if the decision tonight is not the one that we're excited about and one that we think takes us backwards in the term of education, this is the time for conservatives to get involved in the school. I know we've got a big election next year, but before we get to that, we've got a big election here locally. Uh, there's what? Eight people that are collecting signatures to run for three school board seats. Yes, right, right now. Walk us through what's that process like? Well, that process, first off, each one of those candidates is going to have to have 500 approved signatures from the local community to be able to get their name onto the ballot. And once their name's on the ballot, then you'll really start seeing the campaigns take off. So what the community needs to be uh, involved in is watching these candidates as they come through. What have they done in the past that would actually show what direction that they would serve on the Board of Education in that? Once they get on the Board of Education, what direction are they going to go? In other words, are we looking about trying to educate our children? Are we looking about maybe culturally developing them or, you know, maybe moving them into some type of transition or something like that? You know, that's the way I look at it. Whoever gets on this Board of Education is going to help this Board of Education move forward in educating our children we have a superintendent dr granita lathan and she is charged to follow the strategic plan and right now i don't see anywhere in the strategic plan that we're going to include soji under sex for these policies that we have i can tell you one thing what's going to happen if you watch tonight when you watch this board meeting tonight you're going to find out who is culturally trying to move this school and who is wanting to support the children for education. Now, I make that stand because I've always been nothing but education, but it seems like there are people that stand in the way of actually removing all of these issues out of the classroom that don't belong there, and this is one of the issues that don't belong in there. I I, I often have said that I get excited about this because I really believe every day that I wake up, and this is the God's honest truth, I think of the next child that's going to contemplate maybe suicide or kill themselves. Why? Because we have adults pushing this agenda. It's a hot button item for me. I want to save that child. And while I'm on the Board of Education, I want to save every one of those children, and I want to help them get the education needed to be productive members of society. It's as simple as that. Get this out of our schools. I always say one of the most thankless two positions in government are school board and city council. There's no pay. Most times somebody's telling you why your decisions is wrong. Why, why does anybody run for school board in the first place? Especially, Tell me especially about it. it's one thing if your kids are in school. I've got four kids in the Springfield Public School System, and I can't even bring myself to run for, for school board. You don't. What what prompts you to be involved in the Board of Education? Well, look, I served my country for 21 years in the Navy, and, I, and I'm not finished. I continue to want to serve our community. I think it's very important to get actively, actively involved. And the Board of Education, I was approached to maybe consider running for the board. And before I decided to run for the Board of Education, I had to look at the history of what is happening within our schools district. And is there some talent, some skills? that I can bring forth to help change the dynamics in, in, a, in the sense that are we, are we actually improving academically? And, and I see that we had a decline over 10 years, and I thought, you know, I want to be part of helping change that. I want to be part of helping one of these children become successful. 
you know, people have no idea of where the board members have come from in their history. How did they get where they are today? I've had a pretty hard life. I have, I was a foster child that was taken away from my family and I've lived in poverty. I know what it's like. I don't want the same thing for these children. What I want them to have is an education that can pull themselves up and become productive members of society. And the way we do that in the Board of Education is give them the reading, the writing, the math skills. Those are the key skill sets that we need to be providing and nothing else. Everything else is just a distraction. Steve McCoskey, school board, uh, board of education meetings starting here shortly. Steve, if people want to know more about you, about the work that you're doing on the school board, if they want to be involved in your reelection campaign, how do they find you on social media or on, on the internet? Well, first off, I, I'm not up for reelection. Uh, not until there's probably some people that want to help you get reelected. <clears throat> well, that would be in 2025. And right oh, now yeah, I, have, they, they I do, would like to know now. I do have a website that's called McCoskey4SPS.com. And you can uh, find me there. Uh, Facebook, I've just, I don't even like to play with Facebook anymore. It's just, it, it's just I ridiculous. I like when people call it fake book. It's pretty accurate. <laughs> it is fake book. <laughs> but, uh, I think if you have any questions, comments, or concerns and everything, we do have, uh, sps.org and you can email me or you can even email members of the Board of Education, all of us, and uh, submit your comments that way. If you want to reach out, reach out that way, you know, I mean, cause, as a board of education member, I have to make myself available because I'm a public figure and I'm happy to do that. But if you're going to come down and try to threaten me and strike me, just go somewhere else. Very good. All right. School board meeting tonight. Big vote taking place. Uh, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Now, Thank you. You know, we'll see if uh, we'll see if you're in the news again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Well, if I'm in the news, it's all about education. Let's make these, <laughs> these kids smart. Well, thank you very much for having me on the show. No problem at all. All right, more to go. Stick around. We'll be right back.